Dungeons and Dragons has been around for almost 50 years, and the game that bears the name D&D now is not exactly the game that Gary Gygax created in 1974. There is a movement in the D&D community that is growing. A group of gamers from all ages and all walks of life. They dream of yesteryear and great games of the past. They see merit in what the earlier editions of tabletop role-playing had to offer. The OSR, today on the Old Men Rolling Dice Podcast. Men Rolling Dice is brought to you by CanadianDice.ca. Don't forget to use the OMRD code at checkout for a 10% discount off your entire order. Hey, it's DM Jeremy. Old Men Rolling Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we talk about old school D&D. But what does that really mean? What is old school and what is the OSR? I sat down with my friend Stuart to see if I could get a definition for you. Tell us who Stuart Robertson is. I would say that my name is Stuart Robertson, and in the context of our conversation, I am an RPG writer and illustrator, and I've been playing role-playing games since, I always get this wrong, it was either 1983 or 1984. I think it was 84. Uh, For those of you out there might know Stuart from uh, the OSR logo. The blue logo that floats around. The, that, I know that, that that blue logo, also the that sword OSR logo, yes, and uh, a couple of the others. The sort of Conan sword with OSR. Mm-hmm. I did, I did, <laughs> I did put it together, and my name is in a few books uh, for including the various awesome. OSR logos. I would say that two years ago, I was not a member of the OSR community. I like to think I am now. Not that there's anyone saying who gets to stay and who gets to go, but what is the OSR like? Old school role playing. I've heard it called old school renaissance, old school revival. The the actual answer is the OSR was a, a blog role on uh, Blogger way back, oh. way back in the blogging days. And it was all the people that wrote about playing uh, TSR era D&D and other older role playing games. Um, they would linked to each other and i have no idea who originally started referring to that collection of bloggers as that even the fits OSR. the old school D sort of storyline no one knows where it began <laughs> so it, it some some people really wanted to call it the old school renaissance or the old school mm-hmm. revival i kind of prefer old school role-playing because i think the old school renaissance of what the old school revival of what because taken out of context of being on that blog Mm -hmm. the revival of what one of the defining sort of characteristics of it was that diy um it 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 almost sounds pretentious to compare it to punk rock but it had a lot of those similar you know do it yourself you know punk ethos to it you know and that that tied in with blogging right like we're, we're going to make our own stuff we're going to publish our own material we're going to put our own blogs up we're going to put our own zines out we're going to make our own adventures our own rule sets um so it, it did have some similarities to things like like punk and zine culture and i i think that um it was always one of those things that wasn't always defined 
And mm. I kind of like that because it let people define it the way they wanted to. And so there was never a, and people would always make fun when someone started getting up, like I'm the, the king of the OSR or things like that. And people would, would joke yeah. because there isn't one. There, there's no leadership to the OSR. There's no, if you, you, you said you're not sure if you're in it, if you want to be in it, you're in it. Cause it's, yeah. it's basically, just, <laughs> it's basically just, it's like saying, I don't know if I'm in zine culture. Or if I don't know if I, if I'm in punk culture, it's just a subculture that a very niche subculture, um, a, a subculture of a subculture. So when do we think this started? I have I have an idea where I think it started, but when do we think that this sort of need to define ourselves as old school role playing versus the new school of role playing? I, I think, well, I think specifically in regards to this, there was a lot of people who found third edition D&D wasn't what they were used to. It wasn't what they 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 loved about role playing games and D and D because it was very rules heavy, and because it was created by the the folks behind Magic the Gathering, there was a lot of builds like build your deck, so build yeah. your character, and so you're optimizing before play, that's the way you would with Magic, right? Mm -hmm. You you optimize your deck before you come to play. And that's a big part of, of the game and the hobby. And so that really wasn't the experience for a lot of people with, with things like D&D. I mean, the Dungeon Master would, would you know, make a map and an adventure and all that stuff. But the players typically wouldn't at home, like, tweaking things. Yeah. Because there wasn't really anything to tweak before you show up for the game. I mean, there was always a bit of rules lawyering and, and people would sometimes come up with little, I got this idea of delayed blast fireball and time stop and, and and things like that so there was always a little bit of that but certainly with third edition there was there was much more focus on the mechanics of the rules um yeah. the, the tactical grid rules optimization and and so a lot of people were saying mm, this isn't really what i loved i kind of like this other way that D, &D used to be yeah. and so they wanted to, to to make it clear hey when we're saying D, &D or we're saying role-playing games we don't mean what you guys are talking about with the optimizations and the tactical grid and everything, we're, we're, we're talking about this other thing and we want to differentiate so that when we're, when we're talking about it, we're having that conversation instead of having to constantly explain what we mean. I, I think that it was, it was really about the change in focus of the game. I mean, some people yeah. have described it as rulings over rules, you yes. know, and things like that, or, or player skill as opposed to character skill. This umbrella term, for a group of people that all generally liked older 1970s, 1980s, 1990s mm -hmm. role-playing games, not always just D&D, sometimes no, other no. games, right? And, I, and we should we should maybe mention that. We're not talking just about D&D here, right? The OSR mm -hmm. embraces all games that were sort of... Published. Well, well to, to some people, but in the same way that you'll, you'll meet a punk who's like, you don't like the dead Kennedys, <laughs> you're not punk, right? <laughs> and so I think if you ask 20 different people who say, hey, I'm part of the OSR, they're going to give you 20 different answers. Do you get the feeling that Dungeons & Dragons has an enormous variety of players within the community? You know what other D&D thing has a huge variety? Our dice collections. If you want to grow your collection, go to canadiandice.ca and check out their mystery boxes. You get five random sets of dice and they promise no duplicates and lots of variety. Remember to use the code OMRD at checkout for a 10% discount. Now let's see if I can lock Stuart down on an OSR definition. Wish me luck. So so if, if, if we're building our own little definition here, so the, the games that we're talking about, 
to make a quick edition list, we're talking about what what people may refer to as white box original D and D. We we're talking about the Holmes uh, Doctor, I believe it's Doctor Holmes, the the blue edition, uh, the blue box. Then we move into Moldvay uh, BX and the Beckney, the BCMI. Uh, we're talking about then Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, and for some people, Second Edition Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. People aren't even playing these games really that are involved in the OSR. A lot of them are running a clone or mm-hmm. or a cleaned up version of one of those games I just mentioned, from Dungeon Crawl Classics to Old School Essentials to would I guess Castles and Crusades would technically be an OSR I, again. I... So that I'm I'm very open minded about that that uh, that definition. So yeah. basically, if it's an old game or something that evokes the feel of those old games uh, i i say yeah old school gaming low fantasy new school gaming high fantasy do you think that comparison holds any i think those i think all these comparisons you're saying are generally what most people would think of the difference between old school gaming and new school gaming while these are general terms and i generally agree a lot of osr games tend to be gritty low magic uh, low fantasy and, and newer games tends to be, um, you know, more utopian worlds and high fantasy and high yeah. magic. That that's not always the case. I, I'm just I'm just being a bit of a troll trying to get me to <laughs> lock down on something. You know, I've been in, involved in the OSR since the early 2000s, and I've I've seen so many people argue about what it is and yes. mischaracterize it and say, oh, it's all like this or it's all like that. You know, I'm a, I guess I'm a little bit, I don't know if sensitive is the word, but you know, I, I want to make sure that, that it's, it's clear that it's, there's a, there's a lot of range there. Old Men Rolling Dice is brought to you by CanadianDice.ca. Don't forget to use the OMRD code at checkout for a 10% discount off your entire order. It's my hope that you, the listener, have a better idea of what the OSR is now. I would have considered myself a modern gamer until recently. I always picked up the newest version of the game and played the heck out of it. But recently, I feel like Dungeons & Dragons specifically has kind of left me behind. Um, And those feelings are for a number of reasons that maybe we'll address in the future. Stuart and I went on to discuss the OSR zine culture. It's a sort of underground publishing network. And we also addressed the elephant in the room, which is... Why does the OSR have a bad rep amongst modern gamers? Suffice to say, it was too much for a single episode. So look for future episodes with our conversation continued. In fact, I invite you to hit the follow button or the subscribe button so that you're alerted to those future episodes from Old Men Rolling Dice. And why not join us on Instagram or Facebook for even more old school content? Until next time, I'm DM Jeremy.